Hey guys and welcome to a new episode of Five. My name is Franziska and today I invited Lisa Duchscherer and Lisa is a founder of the company Naked Minds and she's also doing her PhD in the DBA program of the SCE. So I think it's a very interesting talk with her as her double roles as a female founder and a PhD candidate and so let's just start right into our conversation. For us, entrepreneurship is not necessarily about starting or running a business. It's a state of mind, a principle of life, and an approach to dealing with problems. This is Five, your university podcast on female entrepreneurship by the Munich University of Applied Sciences and the Strasheg Center for Entrepreneurship. We strongly believe in diversity. It's just so much more fun and exciting. Diversity in food, in cultures, in places, ways of living, learning, creating, and doing things. It's this desire to explore that we all have in us to see new things. And yes, to be curious to look what's behind the next corner. So uh, hello and welcome Lisa from Naked Minds. Uh, Great to have you here in our podcast studio. Thank you very much for inviting me. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, really cool that you're here and I'm quite fascinated by what you're doing. Like you founded Naked Minds. I think it was this year, am I right? Or Yes, it was. Uh, we started in September 2020 officially, um, but obviously... Uh, you have some pre-work to do. So um, the idea came to my mind in, let's say, March. And um, yeah, then branding, logo creation, uh, website programming and uh, getting the network together all happened in the COVID summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe tell us maybe like just in a few sentences, like what is Naked Minds and How did you found that company and how did that idea come to your mind? Okay, um, maybe to start with, um, it's my um, second second company I founded, um, which is um, probably something every um, entrepreneur is telling you. Well, there were a few ideas before, but they uh, <laughs> they didn't really work. So um, when I stepped out of corporate um business out of like a normal job and had the desire to to start something new I really repeated let's say business models and patterns I knew so my first um, company was pretty much a classic consulting business which felt good because it's something you know and you think well I do it better than I knew it from um, um, the companies I worked with before but What I think is really important when you're an entrepreneur, you have to be true to yourself and have to work on things you're really good at. So the classic consultancy thing is definitely a great thing and you help a lot of companies, but it was not unique and it was not really helping what I actually can, bringing people together and work with, yeah, let's say like-minded people and um, brave people who want to try something new. So after my classic consulting um, business, I thought, okay, what can I do actually really, really good? 
And um, a funny story is that my mom told me when I was really young, I think you have to be someone working in a circus and um, <laughs> managing everything what is happening in the arena. And I thought she's really making fun of me. But I think bottom line is I'm really good at multi-program managing and having a lot of strings in my hand and get people together when... Um, I think about a topic or a friend or a business partner is saying, oh, this and this is happening and I've got this idea. Immediately to my mind comes, okay, who is a good connection for this person and who can be connected with that problem to solve it? So Naked Minds um, is a platform um, of experts all about transformation and digitalization challenges and problems, and we are trying to solve them with the best um, idea and powers we have. Yeah, cool. Okay, um, I think maybe, can you tell us maybe an example, like a cool project that you that you worked on? Yeah. Um, just um, for like a... Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's um it's very um it varies a lot from what um customers want from us and I think this is also a challenge when you talk about transform transformation and digitalization. It can be so different for companies to um say okay this is our transformation project this is our digitalization challenge. So we have um, for example, customers who say, look, right now with the COVID-19 challenge, I have um, a company with around 100 um, employers. And now we are in the situation of um, working constantly from home. How can we um, make sure we are on track, we are working on our goals and what are the best methods to um make sure we deliver. So this is basically about project, uh, sorry, process optimization and um, tackling the challenges of communication. We have medium-sized companies we are working with and um, have very specific tasks to tackle. Um, on the other side, and this is also, I think, um, where Naked Minds had a great start in 2020, even it was a very challenging time for a lot of people, that founders and People who want to start their own venture have an idea and need support defining their business model and getting the experts on hands when it comes to branding or um, product photo uh, photography or um, uh, getting to know their first customers. Um, so we have also really customers who actually start their business. So the range is, is quite big. Yeah, I think that's quite interesting. Like when I went to your website and I checked like the different experts uh, in in the network. It's quite a diverse bunch of people, I would say, and like with so many interesting backgrounds and stories. And yeah, I think that's um, really unique in that way that people from so many different angles could see... Um, a different solution for a similar problem. Yeah, true. And maybe if I can can add something, because you're just saying um, this variety of experts, um, what my, let's say, not fail, but what I learned with my um, first um, business, that um, when you do um, consultant, consultant, uh, consulting business, you... You're going to companies, they have a problem and you send in a team and you charge a lot of money for 
and this is probably um, um, something a lot of us experience. You, you get a lot of paper and you don't get things done. And um, I realized I actually want to get things done with um, the people I work with and for the customers. So my challenge was to um, have a team who are actually senior experts. But because when you start a business, you can't just say, oh, I have um, 10 experts and I pay them in advance and actually um, start acquiring new projects. So I did it the other way around and said, look, whoever wants to work with us on interesting projects. Let's come together, have um, one platform and one um, yeah, place where we can show what we can do and then tackle potential projects and customers. And in that way, there were no costs on either side, but only options to create projects. And in the end, um, the customer is not paying the people who are sitting there waiting for projects, they're paying for what they need. So I think it's an interesting concept for both sides. Yeah, so you're kind of challenging a bit the status quo of the consultancy business yes. <laughs> arena. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, and this is also part of the vision, actually. I think Consulting is a very important part of what's um, happening right now um, in the economy and what's going to happen when we think about transformation and digitalization challenges. But, and this is my lessons learned from my corporate background, the challenges, they change every day. And the same issue big corporates have um, as big consultancies have, they are running a big ship and big ships, they can't really turn left or right quickly, but Just for an example, how fast the influencer marketing um, business emerged and how important it is now to place your product on social media. A lot of big agencies, a lot of big consultancies um, and corporates, they don't understand the business and they don't have the expert yet on board. Plus, this business is changing constantly. I really wanted to have experts on my side who are on top of things and they work state of the art. Um, but I can only provide that if I have free minds um, around and have people who are experiencing different things and different projects. So the platform business, I think, is yeah a future model for consultancies. Yeah, and also, I mean, that's kind of the key of the whole startup scene in a way. I mean, that um, you don't have to have all these, like, massive resources or often they don't have I mean they just have an idea or a glimpse of an idea <laughs> or even not an idea but just a team <laughs> and they know hey I want to really go into the starting my own company and building something up and being creative and being free and um, trying it out and so yeah I think uh, and and that's when some magic can happen True. and um, because you don't have the you don't have a long history um, so you're completely fresh <laughs> and then you just start something and sometimes it works <laughs> and you can really change even like industries or whole markets or the way we travel or the way we buy things or um, or yeah new medicines or whatever so yeah it's yeah. um it's a lot of variety in yeah. the topics definitely and also i think we are 
interesting for so many sizes of companies um, because we can actually offer the customer what he needs and he doesn't have to pay um, what is on a big consultancy's payroll. If there is someone who wants to found a business or tries a new idea or if a bigger uh, company wants to try a new project and it's actually a you know a trial and error thing a startup within a in a corporate then it's um very to the point what we can offer and not like big like yeah this this whole code around which you probably don't need but has to sell uh, has to um pay um, my invoices we can actually be on point yeah i think that maybe if if you think a bit about your story of like when you first thought about like hey founding my own company could actually be an option and also i mean when when you read a lot like in research or, or wherever or in like um some founder monitors or i mean there's often what comes up is like the some fears like the fear of failure um the fear of taking risk or financial the financial aspects to be uh, it, it sometimes people or even i i mean it's it's um to think like okay how do i do that and I, then something like covid-19 happens and like there is crisis and like all these like fears i think is a very dominant aspect of like people not going into maybe even if they have the idea but that's kind of like a barrier yeah. so first i would like to understand like when did that thought come to your mind and how did you actually come from just like oh it would be so cool to have my own business to a, okay i'm going to found my own business yeah that is an interesting question because it's it's kind of my story and it's It's bumpy, but uh, looking back and looking forward, um, I just love it. I love being an entrepreneur and I love doing um, the things I'm able to do and I'm allowed to do. So um, first part of the question is when did it come to my mind? I always wanted to make a career. I always wanted to climb up the ladder and I'm I'm a really competitive person. I studied um, sports among other things and I really like to, let's say, win and I really like to um, have a challenge and, and tackle it. So that's what I always admired about my jobs, learning new things. Um, but to, to actually climb up the ladder to the top in corporate environments is, and this is a very um, recent topic these days, is hard for women because we have um, various roles we have to fulfill in society, um, in our rela relationship um, and in the corporate environment. And um, it a, a corporate career is always connected to what the company wants and what their philosophy is, which is definitely needed and it's it's a big part of um, a success of a company, but you have to um, yeah, be part of that. I always said you have to take on your corporate suit. And at <laughs> some point, um, I was tired of wearing my corporate suit and I thought there's so much more and there are so interesting things 
out there, I really want to try them. So um, I had the opportunity to be part of a um, um, a digital agency and uh, was able to buy myself in, so, so to say. Um, but then I realized, okay, you're again part of something which was already founded. And then I had to jump, I think. And it was a it was a scary jump and it uh, didn't really um, work everything out from the beginning. Um, so spoiler alert, um, <laughs> there are a lot of um, failures and problems and challenges, but you learn every day and it's getting better. So yeah, it was really more of why did I found my business? I wanted to be myself and I wanted to be free. When I jumped, um, it was not that I thought about it a long, long time ago. It was just the um, result of my um, my career. Um, it was the logic next step to think, okay, I really want to have responsibility. I really want to... Um, develop my career. I really want to have a certain amount of freedom in my life. So this is the next step. So I jumped and I founded my first business. And when you ask about the financial stability um, aspect, I was fortunate to have had saved at that point um, an amount of money, which gave me some, let's say, uh, freedom and time to try out new things. And this is something I really would recommend to everyone who's thinking about funding um, a business. I really hate these stories when people say, I funded my business and it uh, just cost me $500. And I think when I look at my bank account and um, I look at the invoice I get from my um, health uh, uh, insurance, this is really a lie. Um, I mean, you have to think about, okay, what do I need for my life? What do I need to um, invest? What is what is really necessary and what is nice to have? So it's at the end of the day, really a plus and minus um, uh, calculation. calculation. Thank you. And to be honest, this last year was quite tough because um, when I started in 2020, I had customers and because of the lockdown the first lockdown everyone was in kind of a shock and from it was from hero to zero i just had no customers for for the summer um and i really had to think about oh my god how am i going to do this um so alongside the financial stability which was still there and Thank God we are um, living in Germany and I had uh, um, had some, uh, I, I, I applied for some uh, support from the state, which, which I got, which was great. Um, it was it was tough, but uh, you have to also have a lot of nerves and you think it's going to get, it's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this is the mantra which uh, got me through the year. Like, and how do you find that trust in yourself? Like, you know, like, I mean, you have to trust yourself that you're gonna um, make it. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, first of all, I think I was fortunate because um, my mother um, is also an entrepreneur herself. So I knew from family history that there are good times and that there are bad times. And, and I remember times when I... Um, 
when my mother had really two bad seasons in a row, which can happen as an entrepreneur. And she was always very practical. And she said, okay, I don't mind. I'm applying for a job. And if I have to um, sit at the uh, cash machine at Aldi or Lidl or wherever, I'm doing it because first thing is we have to have money and we have to feed ourselves. So I think you don't have to be... Um, You, you can't sit on a high horse and think, I'm just doing things I really want and that's it. You have to be very practical sometimes. So I always thought if everything is worse and horrible, I'm I'm looking for a job. And if I'm doing a cleaning job, I'm doing a cleaning job. That's that's it. I think you have to just – you have a work ethic or need to have a work ethic. And the other thing is um, – I have a really cool grandfather who told me from <laughs> uh, the time when I was a little girl, um, just be brave. Every time when I went to, and I was really bad at math at school, really, really bad. And he always said, just be brave. And I was like, yeah, but just be brave. <laughs> so I think you have to have these figures in your life who encourage you. If this is a good friend or your grandfather or a sister, um, that's very helpful. And um, the... The other thing is, at some point, and this is part of being an entrepreneur, I think, um, you have to take responsibility for everything you do. Um, I'm really not a fan of um, I'm doing everything because um, it feels so good. Of course, you have to have joy in what you do. But I think, let's face it, Being an entrepreneur and deciding things, you have to look into the books. You have to look at the trends. You have to uh, make sure you understand what your customer wants. And it's a lot of work. And, yeah, just stay on top of things and try to achieve as much as you can every day. And there are failures on the way. But in the end, yeah, get the crown on top again and keep on walking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe this is a good point as we always have like this element of like five <laughs> in our show yeah like I think it would be interesting to know I mean there is like these challenges there is like um sometimes moments where you think like oh my god how how I, am I going to do that <laughs> but I mean there is like a lot of reasons why you're doing it yeah. so maybe can you tell us like your top five reasons why you decided to become a female founder <laughs> okay um i have to count <laughs> there, yeah. i think there are a hundred reasons um, um one of the reasons is definitely um that you are responsible for everything you do and it feels really grown up and um makes you feel strong when you say this is my decision um second it's you can you can develop in um so many they in so many ways because you have to learn new things and you have to do things you actually don't want to do like i really hate um the admin stuff and uh the accounting side but i'm doing it and i feel more and more <laughs> confident in these things uh third thing is um it's not a career which ends when you're 65 and you um uh, start getting your pension it's It's a decision for life um, and it's it's really cool because it's a long journey and you never know where you end up. Fourth is, ah, yeah, another thing, like it's best example today, we are sitting here and uh, we had a really nice chat um, just before the podcast and two interesting phone calls. The people you surround yourself with are inspiring. You don't 
maybe don't always like them, but it's inspiring and it's much more satisfying than when I went to, let's say, my corporate job. And I think about a lot of people who are kind of annoyed. Oh, I have to go to my job again. Oh, my God. When is the summer holiday coming out? Um, it doesn't feel like I'm working. It's my life, which is great. And uh, the fifth thing is, I don't know, maybe this is a bigger thing, but right now we are um, we are having a time where we talk more about female entrepreneurs and what women can do in our time. And I think we have so many options. And if we want to um, have this thought about um, equality and I think feminism is about equality. If we really want to make that happen, we have to step up and um, this is one part of expressing that. Yeah, I think uh, these were like some really good reasons uh, and I, I really like them. Um, and yeah, the, um, the last reason also reminded me that we haven't really talked about like your double roles because I mean Lisa she's not just like founding her company but she's also doing a PhD um, in the field of female entrepreneurship and I mean I think probably most people as I do would already think like wow doing a PhD is like something like you know quite a huge thing and then starting your own company is also a huge thing and you're just doing both at the same time and yeah I wonder why <laughs> <laughs> why and, the hell does she how? do this <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah um to be honest sometimes I ask myself this too but um This is, again, um, part of the um, story why I started my own company. Um, when I um, I said earlier that I studied uh, sports, I also studied history and I uh, studied uh, educational science. So my very first decision for starting um, a career was being a teacher. And uh, it was a very naive um, <laughs> um, idea that um, for a woman... Um, it's a great job because you can combine different roles and you can marry and you can have two children and you can, you know, ha have a very nice home and you can have everything. <laughs> um, this didn't really uh, turn out because I realized um, that... I don't like the, teaching. <laughs> <laughs> that the teaching job is is a fine one and it's very good for um, a lot of people. A lot of my friends are doing it, but there's no development I really like um, or I aspire to have. So um, I had the chance to start um, a career in uh, the automotive industry and learn so many new things. Um, but I always had the, and this is a very German thought, by the way, um, I had this, this sign on my forehead, um, She's actually a teacher. <laughs> she 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 is not part of the um, business administration uh, party. So I really wanted to um, prove that I can also do these things and have some kind of a certificate. And during my time in London and in New York, when I um, worked for a venture uh, capital firm, I thought... Um, It's really good to have um, a master, um, uh, what is it, executive MBA, because in uh, the Anglo, 
um, Sex and World, uh, this is this is the title you want to have. Um, but then I came back to Germany and I thought, this is not really what um, is interesting here and uh, for for a career I'm, I might um, have. And then two things came together. Um, it's not about the title. It's really I wanted to be an expert in my field. So it was really logic, um, again, starting my own company and having an expert field. And um, I think, I mean, you're you're doing a PhD yourself. By the way, I'm not doing a PhD. I'm doing a DBA program, which is a more practical um, way of gaining the doctor title. Um Because the the topics in a DBA program they come out of the um, business world and the the practical um, work you're doing, but in the end it's kind of the the same way. Um, I thought, okay, if I if I start my own business, if I um, if I want to stand for a topic, this is the way to do it, and um, it's really cool to. Um, combine these things because um, it challenges me because um, one of my friend and she's also kind of a role model for me um, she did her PhD um, yeah before me she's 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 done with that now but what I really uh, thought what was great is that I saw how she evolved how she tackled problems how she analyzed um, challenges and I think this is helpful for myself and obviously in the end for the customer because you really get to the point of things from a different point of view so the second part of your question how do you do it um, on a day-to-day -day basis it's hard and I think I'm still trying to figure out if I do something every Friday or once in a month um, but Looking back at the journal articles I had to read, at the exams I took last year, um, it just makes me better um, as an entrepreneur and forces me to keep on top of things and um, learn. I think it's all about learning in the end. You can't stop. Yeah. <laughs> it's part of the entrepreneurial DNA <laughs> to um, yeah, I do think new things all the time. Yeah, I, I can really relate to that, that... I mean, going into research, I mean, I've been working also quite a lot more in the in the practical field, let's mm -hmm. say, with startups, like lots of hands-on work. Uh, you have to organize things on a day-to-day -day basis and people expect you to, like, let's say, respond to an email within like a short uh, <laughs> time frame. <laughs> and then you go into research and you sit uh, in front of a paper and it takes ages And you think like, oh my God, I just it just took me four hours to really understand um, what this paper is all about, and so it's a different, completely different, different world like academia. And I think like being in both worlds sort of is for me at least something that is challenging, but also it's something I like. Yeah. And then with research, you sometimes you just go into a completely different. Um, sometimes you go really deep mm -hmm. because I mean, some sometimes the small the problems uh, in research are so small, and like you think, like okay, I go really deep into something, but then on the other hand, it gives you sometimes also a, a new, more like. Um, birds a uh, few perspective yeah. 
um, and you really see things like you work on a day-to-day -day basis in a different light, I would say. Definitely. And um, yeah, I, so, so I think I really like to have both things actually in parallel because if I would just be a researcher, I would probably get frustrated <laughs> <laughs> because it's a very long run uh, and you don't have like these Uh, little successes as of for example doing the podcast show uh, and then you feel great because you just like uh, recorded a super nice new episode and feels like oh yeah I've done something <laughs> today uh, and in research it's sometimes like uh, super uh, long <laughs> it's yeah it's, it's it's totally totally different to different worlds but um, I think it complements each other yeah. very well yeah. yeah I think so too and um Yeah, maybe I think um, what would be interesting also, like, do you have anything like in mind? Um, I mean, the SCE and the university, there's so many young uh, students and uh, people who might eventually think of like, hey, could um, starting my own company or doing a PhD be an option for me as a career? Um, anything that pops up in your mind what you want to pass on <laughs> and like uh, any tips uh, how to get started or um, yeah um, I'm quoting my grandfather <laughs> be brave um, and this m might sound very um, very like like a calendar piece but um, I think in the end it's about um, trying out things and um, I just had a a phone call um, this morning um, with a client, and it was um, it was very very challenging. And um, you think, oh, I should have done this, and I should have done this, and then you get into the spiral of that was not really good. Um, and then I um, reminded myself, and I I also um, called a friend, and I said, look, this and this happened, and she's like. Focus on the good things. I mean, we have so many good things to focus on. And when you when you try out new things and you focus on what you achieved and what you can achieve in the future, um, I think it's being an entrepreneur is a great way of doing that. Um, it's more a way of life than a job. I think that's a it's a differentiation there. And um, and if the The desire is to to start a PhD or a DBA program. Um, if it's if it's really something you want to do, do it. Um, I always um, looking back. Um, what I learned is um, everything you are deciding has to, let's say, kind of fit in a phase um, if you if you want to do a PhD and um, it kind of doesn't happen for the moment right now maybe it's something for the next year so um, give yourself time to um, to do things but um, every step takes you further to to what you really want to achieve and um, yeah I think be brave be patient and Just try it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some good words, <laughs> definitely. And um, yeah, I think that also um, one important aspect is always that you're not 
alone out there. Like, um, and I think so we can kind of like come back to how we started with like um, Naked Mind as like a net network of experts. And so whenever you have an idea or don't um, be afraid of asking people, don't be afraid of like contacting people and asking for help or um, um, and also I think to start building up uh, a network is like something that you can do um, already during university, already during your studies. And if you're like kind of like opening your mind and like looking what's left and right, I mean, of course you have to study, but there's a lot out there and it's like a very, um, a time where you have still quite a lot of, options and possibilities I would say <laughs> at least <laughs> that's how uh, I felt when I was studying um, and so I think it's it's a good time to experiment to try out yourself and there's so many um, yeah it's different if you're a student and I mean you can just go to the entrepreneurship center you can contact people and usually everyone is kind of open towards you because I mean hey it's uh, someone who wants to learn and who is not open to share. And, and I, I mean, you would want to share your experience. And so I think that's something um, we sometimes forget True. Um, that, um, I mean, it takes a step to ask, but actually um, it's, yeah, there is so many good There's people more, out there. There's more to win than to lose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that back to the, let's say, the network thought and the network idea. Um, I think that's probably something um, which is a very important factor. If things go good and if things go bad, you need to have good people around you um, in various forms. Um, and this is also my experience with Naked Minds. Um, when I look at the the people who are now part of the platform, even either if they are on the front display or in the background, um, most of them I know for a really long time. So, for example, one of the experts um, on Naked Minds, I went to kindergarten with. And uh, the other one is a, a businesswoman from Munich. And um, I know her things for, for six months now. But um, every one of them asks something or everyone... Um, Yeah, we have, we share something and um, staying in contact and nurturing these relationships is is a big part of that. And um, yeah, I think in the end, the network is the business and this is what Naked Minds is about. And the, the network is also the platform and the projects and the experiences and um, the people and um, brings you forward. So yeah, I think that's a... A very interesting and important factor of that. Okay, last question. <laughs> How did you come up with the name Naked Minds? <laughs> <laughs> um, as I said, I had my first um, um, business and it was a very classic uh, name with consulting um, XYZ. And um, I wanted something which is more interesting it's so it, i wanted to catch 
people's um sorry that was uh, the, i started the uh, sentence wrong i wanted to make it interesting when people uh, see the the business card and um naked minds actually is about the mind it's about the brain it's about experts so we have something to say and we have experiences and they are um very independent and cool people and naked it's not about being naked but um in the way of being open and um, trying out new things. Um, and I think this is what we are about. We we tackle problems and we we think from a white sheet and then we draw it from for for the for what the customer needs and what is the best solution for the challenge. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> yeah, it was a real pleasure. I hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, I really enjoyed <laughs> talking to you today, Lisa, in your double role as a female founder and a PhD candidate. And yeah, I wish you all the best for the future of Naked Minds. And Maybe we see each other again sometime in a year or whenever <laughs> in, in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so too. And I really enjoyed it as well. Um, and yeah, thank you very much for having me. And um, thank you. Thank you. And um, I hope everyone is enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>